0: Welcome to We Could Be Wrong, But Who Cares? I'm Anderson. This is Christopher
1: Harris. You already in my mood.
2: This is Sean.
3: And Mike.
2: All right. Chris.
4: Hey, guys. Uh, Hi, everyone. I hate to jump in and short notice and hop out. Um, I just want to give the exciting news that Mr. X and the new Mr. Z will be participating soon to a, we could be wrong, but who cares episode near you. Uh, we got, we got, oh, <clears throat> we got, um, contacted by another conservative who wants the same. An How do you help me pronounce this word guys? Anonymity. As Mr. X, this person also wants to have his, their voice, he or she's voice, um, Uh, masked, and they'll be participating. Um, uh, After this show, there'll be a little miniature intro interview that lasts only 15 minutes of who this person is as they introduce themselves. And then um, we will slowly invite them into the show, and hopefully Mr. Z and Mr. X, which I really should, I think they should be called Something else, but that's neither here or there.
2: Yeah. Will be.
3: I want to um, be Q from now on. Can I be Q? <laughs>
2: you are yeah. cute, actually. I think me and Anderson want to be Laurel and Hardy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Anderson talks. I'm going with a lot of
3: Laurel talks. That's true. That's true.
2: True. Okay. Abbott and Costello. Sorry. Go ahead. There we go. That works a lot better. I'll be the fat Even guy. Before. Who are you going to be? Yeah. The fat guy.
4: guy. I was
1: going for I am
2: Aladdin. am the fat guy, so I'll be the fat
3: guy.
4: <laughs> they talked right over you, Babood. So no I said, one knows what
2: you I'll said.
1: I'll be Aladdin. Y'all can hop on my carpet and I'll there show you. There you go. World. There
3: you go. That's, That's I like very that.
4: Racist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very racist. I'm Middle yeah. Eastern, excuse very me. Very racist. Oh, I said just, racist. Eastern,
4: you can say whatever you want.
1: I mean, I was thought That's Aladdin was East. Middle Eastern. Is that not me? He's a
3: magical guy. What, <laughs> what do you mean it's racist? Good lord.
4: Aladdin with a carpet? Yeah. Come on. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Mike, I think you're showing your white privilege a lot right now.
3: <laughs> it's his choice of a name for God's sake. Like if I...
2: As long I... as he brings Jasmine. <laughs> oh yeah. Jasmine's always He riding. chooses
3: the name and I'm the one that's showing my white <laughs> colors by saying, Hey, that's kinda cool.
0: You said carpet, not a camel. So, oh, well, that was (laughs) racist. (laughs) Sorry. No, I'm an asshole.
4: I'd bring a camel too. (laughs) All right, fellas. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Please. um, So we put a poll out. (laughs) Like we would really like listeners to participate in the poll. I mean, the poll. I, I don't understand. It's come on, guys. It's yes and no poll questions. Please participate. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, I'm serious also email us at mysakeproductions at gmail.com that's mysakeproductions at gmail.com and um, you know we're going to try hard to try to market our show more thank you guys thank you for those that are listening thank you for the six countries that really pulled through for us when we've been inconsistent and hopefully we'll be more consistent in the past we, we still have five more days to participate in the poll for la- for last week's show Please do it. Let right, know where the poll is at, Chris. It's yeah. at, It's on Spotify. It's also on Apple Podcasts, as well as Stitcher, Google Podcasts, at all the platforms. Uh, as you know, just don't click on the show. Actually, scroll down, and you'll see it there. You know, I mean, yes, please click on the show. I was real dumb to say, I want you to click on the show and press play, but also participate, guys. It really helps us out. You know, it just allows us to know if we can be more interactive with the audience. It really does. Okay. All right. Uh, Yes, I said, uh, watch out for that introduction for Mr. Z. Uh, It should be out Friday. Uh, I do the (laughs) one-on-one interview tomorrow.
2: I'm
3: looking forward to that. So yeah, you're gonna put, put it out in like the same kind of format that, you, yes, that you're using the program for.
4: Yeah, it um, <laughs> they'll have it more, it, it'll be more listed as a mini-sode, and it's just <clears throat> an introduction for uh, Mr. Z to just you know explain why this person chose to come on.
3: Okay.
1: I'm excited you know, to have another member.
4: Well, I mean, it's nice to have. It's nice to make sure that Mister X doesn't run off. Uh, I did get a response saying that Mister X didn't seem tough enough. He was too much of a pushover. So hopefully, with two of them, they'll feel more um, confident.
3: Aussie? Two of them. Two of them. Two of what? Conservatives. Uh, two. two conservatives.
4: Deep conservatives. Gosh.
3: Okay. Where is okay. Mister X? Where's Mr. X tonight?
4: I did not call him. And uh, because I'm not at set to set up the show, I can't set up his special, the special things he wants.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's all
4: right. And it's just what it is. Sorry, guys. I am. I'm literally on break. Starting next this. week, we'll have
1: a special episode with X and
4: Z. Well, I plan to be on the on, on the first episode with, with X and Z. I plan to be on that same episode. Okay. Thanks for gracing yeah. us with your
3: presence, Mr. Chris. Okay, well, to so make you're... tonight's
2: topic a little bit more mellow, which is not a bad thing.
3: So you're exhausted, Chris. Is that what you're saying? You can't be on tonight because you're.
4: I I there's a lot of things I still need to do before midnight. Before this, I, I'm like I'm like Cinderella. Okay. I'm well, the time zone.
3: Well, I'm the I'm the wicked prince. Uh, didn't you just have two weeks off from school?
4: <laughs> I did have two weeks off.
3: And you've been oh. back, what, three whole days? And you're exhausted.
4: Three uh, whole days.
3: Three whole days. It's, it,
4: it's not just theory, but it's also awesome. we're out there in the hospitals. I worked ICU. I had three patients, which ICU usually has two patients. Three and even though I had work. three patients, I worked oh. on six while doing uh, a very invasive procedure. But thanks, yeah. teacher Mike. Yeah. When you're out there... With it's your good. hands and genitalia putting in catheters and having bodily fluid spray everywhere, mm. and when it's yeah. not your fun sex time, then you can oh. tell me how unexhausted you are.
3: Okay, well, no, I like I'm, that just, term. i admiring, admiring your courage three whole days back, and whew, you know, and you're down. Okay, all
4: right, hey, hey, baby, 12 hours off that. 12 hours,
2: well, at least, he's, at least hours he's classy commute. genitalia. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's right, that's right. Okay, when you're right. knee deep in uh, diarrhea mm-hmm. and vomit, then you get and blood. You can tell me a thing or two about not being mm-hmm. tired
3: and still okay. drive
4: for two hours. You can tell mm-hmm. me a thing about not being exhausted. Oh, and
3: don't forget your family. Don't forget your family and my family. Yes, yes, <laughs> and and the other job you have. And the
4: other job, I have. okay. Yeah. What's going on okay. here? And, are you, and the
3: dog, are you well, No, I'm, just, I'm, spe- I'm trying to feel you. He's supporting you. <laughs> yeah, I am. Thank me. you. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate <laughs> yes. that.
4: Well, this roller coaster that you have me on <laughs> is quite <laughs> exhausting, too.
3: I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> All
4: I right, guys. Have a great well. show. I can't wait to, to edit it
3: tonight. What? Tonight, you can't. You drive. don't need to, Yeah, I thought you were going to sleep.
4: Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. yeah, you're
3: going to be exhausted. And who says it needs <laughs> yeah. editing? I can't wait to edit the show and have the show out. Okay. We okay. It. All right, All
4: guys. Right. With it, within night. a
3: month. Within a month. Because you've been turning.
4: No, 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 no. <clears throat> don't
3: That's be funny. boring,
4: guys.
2: <laughs> Thank you. We won't. Bye. Bye.
3: That was oh. good, Mike. That
2: was a good roll. <laughs> All right. Well, tonight mm. ought to be pretty mellow then because we don't have Mr. X. Uh, because I really wanted to talk about, since we're close to the anniversary of uh, January 6th and several things that have happened around that, I kind of wanted to talk about that. Um, My goal originally was I want to start off, I got about a minute's worth of stuff I want to read that are just facts. And I wanted to do this specifically for Mr. X, so we had facts from both sides, you know, just to say, hey, this is a fact, this is non-disputable. And then talk about some different parts of it, if that sounds okay. So first, yeah, uh, January sixth, it was uh, originally started a rally from Donald Trump, who addressed the crowd uh, the day they were doing the the uh, certification of the ballots. He spoke for uh, one hour and eleven minutes. <clears throat> uh, he said that he would never concede the race. Three statements were made, basically for for both sides that have been used back and forth. First one is he said, "Well, fight like hell, and if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore." Second statement, he said. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. And third one, all of us here today do not want to see our elections, our election victory stolen by radical left Democrats, which is what they're doing and stolen by the fake news media. That's what they've done and what they're doing. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. So that was the basic three statements he made. According to law enforcement, there were about 80,000 people at that original rally. Um, When people surrounded the Capitol, by reports, there were several thousand. So it had dropped down from 80,000 to several thousand. Uh, There were more than 1,200 Capitol police working the Capitol grounds. They're not sure how many were exactly working the Capitol, but 1,200 were on all Capitol grounds. There were five deaths. One of them was police officer Brian Signick, who died after two strokes. Uh, The other one is the the lady who was shot, Ashley Babbitt. And there were several others afterwards. And it depends on who you talk to. Some people will say there was up to nine because of suicides afterwards. More than 140 law enforcement officers were physically harmed. Fact, not a question. More than uh, 1,230 people have been charged with federal crimes. During the this riot, ranging from misdemeanors to trespassing to felonies, assaulting police, and seditious uh, conspiracy, roughly seven hundred and thirty people have pled guilty so far. The person who got the most time so far henry Torrio. he's the former leader of the right wing proud boys he got twenty two years for seditious conspiracy, convicted and sentenced already. <clears throat> Uh, the House was delayed thirteen hours, and then they finally certified the election. The total damages, depending on who you talk to, ranges from the very minimum of one point five million to thirty million. Uh, <clears throat> there's been fifty plus people uh, uh, subpoenaed by Congress for the for the trials on this. and lastly uh, Ashley Babbitt, Uh, which is what I really wanted to talk about initially, the family of this 35-year-old Air Force veteran who was shot by Capitol Police officer during the insurrection when she started to go through a smashed window into the Speaker's Hall has fired a $30 million wrongful death lawsuit against the U.S. government. So those are just facts. So I just wanted to start off with that before we have the debate. And like I said, I'm sorry because it was originally done for both sides, so Mr. X would know the facts as well.
3: Comments, gentlemen. What was the, what's the premise of the lawsuit? Do you have any further information? on What is she saying? What so happened? what they, what confused.
2: her family is saying is wrongful death. The cops wrongful did not death. have the right to shoot. They saying they didn't give a warning first. That's what I've read about.
3: Okay. So that makes sense. Wrongful death makes sense.
1: I understand if they didn't give a warning because there are rules of engagement when oppressing a force that every police officer should know, any kind of military should know. However, wrong place, wrong time. What is she doing there? I understand protesting peacefully, but why are you raiding a building? The The, the force used against her may or may not have been proportional, but she shouldn't have been there to begin with.
2: Have you guys seen the video of her being shot when they were smashing the door?
1: Yes, I saw
0: a bunch of maniacs trying to break in. That's what I saw. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mike, what's your feeling? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Anderson. It
0: it happens a lot of times during protests as well. Uh, People get shot. And usually the people that get shot are usually not, quote-unquote, the innocent one. They're usually the starters Mm -hmm. of the melee or the ruckus that's going on. And that's what she was. She was a starter. She was breaking the window. She was trying to break through, and she got shot.
2: Well, part of the lawsuit said no one was in danger at the time. But from what (laughs) I remember of the video, you could see congressmen still running in the way background. <clears throat> and if I'm correct, I don't remember, they were chanting to kill people. So, you know, I'm not going, I'm moderator, so I'm not going one side or the other, but that's just what I remember seeing.
3: Didn't they put up a impromptu gallows that they were going to hang Mike Pence? Yes. You know, and there were chants of death to Pence, death death to Pelosi and various people, correct?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the door they were breaking through was barricaded. And according to the video, if you watched it, there were people yelling, he has a gun, he has a gun, before she even went through the broken window that they had smashed. I mean, my personal opinion is I feel sad that she got killed. I don't think there's a wrongful death lawsuit in my opinion. What do you think, uh, Mahmoud, what do you think?
1: What I'm thinking is really... Protests in general, they used to be a lot better than this. Uh, back when there was something to stand for, everybody would stand for it together and do it peacefully. And now it's become much a more violent manner to get something achieved. We know that there's something wrong with this country, and that's what they're, those people are trying to stand up for. But to go around and start destroying things is to do it foolishly. And she got hurt.
3: I mean, well, she had no business even being in the building, you know, it's a federal building. So I don't even know what's her argument. Oh, I, I was, I was on the tour and they, I got swept up. I mean, she should No, be, there have was no tour
2: at the, the time. The whole course, building was blocked off.
3: Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, what's, what's her, what's the lawyer's premise for even saying she had the right to be in the building and the right to be protesting. Um, there's Which a I right guess, to protest, you know, but there's
1: no right to be in the building. This is a federal building that
3: right. it it stands yeah. for
1: everybody. For me, it's a it's a it's a figure for me to look at, for me to visit. It's not a place to desecrate. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You can do anything you want, but it seems like it's that be a tough one to pull. Yeah. Agreed. Anderson? Tough, one to, tough one to show that she was just, I mean, again, if she's, she's in the back layer, she's just standing there and whatever, or various things, uh, you know, you can conceivably come up with some ideas about, well, you know, she really wasn't part of it, she wasn't, but again, she was actively, I think they have her on film, actively trying to break into the window, right? Well, they
2: do. She was the yeah. window had been broken and she was the first one going through into the speaker's lobby, yeah. which by report, there were still congressmen in that area that they could have got to. Yeah. And the door was barricaded off. And I think there were three police officers. They were plain clothes, but in that area, it was the one that was in the very forefront that came up when she started coming through the window and shot her. Supposedly in the shoulder, but it, I think it was closer to the neck, but the shoulder area, and it must have caught a big blood vessel because she bled out and died. Yeah. Anderson, yeah. what's your feeling on this, Anderson? Oh, well. Uh, oh, you're muted again.
0: She, des- she deserved to get shot. She was breaking through. She was breaking into a federal building like everybody else. Luckily, no one else got shot and she was breaking the law. When someone breaks the law and they get shot, the right side is always saying, that's what they get. They broke the law, and that's what she did. There was no peaceful protest. There was no walkthrough. They're all full of shit, and um, that's what she gets. That's how I look at it, to be blunt. No, that's fair. And it was over a lie. All over a lie. Yeah. A sore loser that lost.
2: Yeah, but... But is this, the sad part is, do these peop- these people did honestly believe him, you feel, correct? I mean, that's yeah, fine, right. but
1: don't go about start destroying and saying we're going to kill people. Exactly. Oh, I'm
2: not, I'm not standing up for either side. I'm just saying I think they honestly believed what they were told by President Trump and by Rudy Giuliani, and they felt they were doing what was patriotic, even though it wasn't, in my opinion.
1: Sean, I don't think anybody here is disagreeing with you. It's just there's a manner of right and wrong and what they did was wrong. You don't just go around destroying shit because you don't like what's going on in this world. You go and do it diplomatically. Talk about it and then if you can't start obstructing things by holding protests, amassing a group of people not destroying. It's fucking stupid. Agreed.
3: Yeah. And, and Trump is continuing with the charade because he's, he's now labeled anybody related to January 6th as hostages. He called them hostages and which irritated a bunch of people in the Middle East conflict. Like these people aren't hostages. What are you talking about? You know, these are you know, real hostages that have been captured that are being held politically prisoner or hostages, not People who willingly go to the Capitol and protest on their own and are, have been found guilty of a crime, and the the ex-president of the United States is calling them hostages.
2: Well, it does kind of amaze me that someone has been convicted of seditious uh, conspiracy of a a seditious, insurrection for 22 years, and it still is, a lot of people are saying it's not an insurrection.
3: Well, that's that's you know as long as you got as long as you got somebody telling as long as you got somebody telling you uh, somebody of high authority telling you that these people are innocent that they're that they are uh, not just one person but many people within the Republican Party that these people are heroes that they actually did the right thing and on and on and on. I mean, you can see why they would continue to carry or have a K or argument that they were treated wrong. It's ridiculous to even think that this is questionable,
1: Mike. Like back in the day, early 2000s, imagine having somebody go and try to uh, raid the White House. It wouldn't be seen. And nowadays, I think that nobody carries value in the buildings or statues that we have. They just think they could do whatever the fuck they
2: want.
3: Well, Well, it has happened before. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Uh, I don't remember the exact day. We talked about it once, <clears throat> but there was a group that came in with guns and held Congress for. I can't remember. Was it some Puerto Rican? Uh, I don't remember what it was. I don't want to comment, but I just know it has happened before. Just not to that scale.
3: Well, I don't remember that. I always thought you were talking about it on the broader scale of what was going on in Portland and Seattle and some of the protests that were violent. Uh, <clears throat> and they took over. They took over federal buildings. They took over a federal courthouse, I believe, in Portland and used violence and burned things and did things so you know it's it, violence and protest is nothing new that's for sure uh, there was violence and protest in the, the blm black lives matter movement but but, it, but it's curious it was always so curious and i think anderson brought this point up several uh, quite a while ago you know wait a minute The republicans are the party, of law of order they wanted to Bring in federal troops and take care of the BLM protesters and stop it right this minute. But then when the the right has a protest, oh, well, that's not that's not bad. That's not that's not illegal. It's okay for them to do it. True. So,
2: <laughs> so here's a question. By
0: the way, it wasn't the right. It was uh, Antifa and FBI.
3: So oh, Antifa, <laughs> uh, yeah. So wasn't here's a it, question. Wasn't it, Portland? wasn't it Portland? Was it Portland? Yes. Do you remember? Okay. Yeah. I was thinking it was.
2: So looking at it now, <clears throat> the election, potential election, I think we most of us will agree with that. It looks like it is coming down to Trump and Biden. And there is definitely a chance that Trump will take the White House again. Um, what do you think will happen if he pardons all those January six people? Is there feeling on that?
0: We could say we could safely say that they're not the party of law and order.
3: True. Not if not. not if not if they're heroes. He's just part okay. the heroes, Anderson. I know what you're law saying. Of- I know. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. But I think that's the way it's being. That's the way it's being represented.
1: The people that have power know how to control it. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Even well, do we you feel like that's
3: it. something that'll
2: happen, Mahmoud? If I mean, do you think if Trump gets in, he will pardon the people?
1: Uh, does he have the power absolutely to do it? Is there yeah, because
2: nobody... they're federal crimes, yes. Yep.
1: And the judicial government can't negate his action?
2: Not for federal nope. crimes, no. Nope. I
1: mean, then, yeah, I think he will do it. If you're he asking me if, if he will or will not, it's within his power to do it. Why wouldn't he do it? It's a, something he would promise his people when he's running. That's a selling thing. I, if I was a fucking president, I'd sell it. Yeah.
3: Well, that's what he's selling.
1: Shit. If I was them, I'd buy too.
3: But Illegal behaviors. Yeah. Like yeah. Like Anderson said. Yeah. Definitely the party of law and order.
2: Well, this brings up another good question. Do you think President Biden? would pardon Hunter if he got convicted of a federal crime?
3: No. I don't. And, and obviously, we're just going I off think, speculation, Mike. You're right. I, I think it would be stupid. I think it would be a stupid thing to do. I think it would be a very stupid thing to do. But, but, I mean, who knows?
2: But your, but your initial impression is no.
3: Well, my initial impression is they really, they still haven't indicted him. Right. Uh, you know, we, we talk, <laughs> they keep, the the side keeps talking about all these horrible things and all these examples and examples and examples and examples and and how horrible it is. But the bottom line is there is no indictment. An indictment is a formula accusation with charges, with proof there are charges. They still haven't been able to do that.
2: So I know we're kind of jumping subjects here because we don't have Mr. X. So I thought we'd take a lot longer on January 6th, but Did you guys see uh, uh, the the, uh, congressional meeting with Hunter Biden today and Marjorie Taylor Greene and that stuff? Yes, sir. I did not. (laughs) Heard about it. What about it? It it degraded. It was pretty much an insulting match between Democrats and Republicans from what I saw of it. Anderson, what was your take?
0: I thought it was hilarious. Uh, He goes in. Well, first of all, they wanted a closed door. Correct? Right. Yes. And Hunter gave, and Hunter, of course, didn't, uh, he announced that, hey, if you guys want to do something, we'll do it in an open seating where the public can see. And if I'm correct, uh, Sean, you can let me know. I guess Hunter got him by surprise, correct? By showing yes. up. He showed up. And he showed up. Hey, so public, hey, I'm going to show up. He shows up. And I guess now I forgot the name of the, the guy who's running the whole thing on the indictment. didn't want okay. to question him at all, where he had the opportunity to do it in the open. Right. Now he cannot, was it a subpoena him? or right.
3: It was a subpoena. For
0: not showing up, unlike his colleagues, who has not showed up within a year of his, of their subpoena.
3: Right. No. That's, the, that's the hypocrisy of the whole deal. Exactly, Jim Jordan no, I mean, and there were four or five others that were were subpoenaed correct. and refused to appear. And then all of a sudden, the president's son says, OK, if they didn't appear, I'm not going to appear. And now he's the biggest criminal in the world. It's like, wait a minute. How come Jim Jordan didn't have to honor the subpoena? That's the well, law Jim, of the land.
2: And Jim Jordan actually made the statement, Mike, that not appearing for a congressional subpoena is a big crime, and they should get Hunter for it.
3: Yeah, I know it. I mean, like, what are these guys smoking, man? It's like, I mean, what do you think? All the all the transcripts and the film and all the things you've said are, are have disappeared. They're not long. Nobody remembers them anymore. Absolutely it drives me nuts. They think they can do whatever they want.
1: it well, just gets washed under the water.
3: Yeah, I think you're hitting on something there. That's what's gone wrong with the Washington. Is they think they can do anything they want.
2: Well, they make statements and then do whatever they want. We all, I think, remember Lindsey Graham <clears throat> about the uh, Obama appointee to the Supreme Court, and I think yeah. his exact words were, "Mark my words: if there's a nominee in the last year of a Republican president, I will yeah. not put them up. It's for the new president to decide." And yeah. then they did Amy Barrett within what the last month of the presidency. And he said, well, this is different. So yeah. we know they're used to making, stating what they want to state. And and this is both sides to me, gentlemen. It's not just Republicans. Both sides state what they want and do what they want.
1: You, you know, the only thing I took yeah. away so far was I liked that, that it was public. It was an open door um, meeting. You know, they should. They, there shouldn't be any fucking closed doors meetings anyways. We should be able to see where the progress is and what gets said. <laughs> as a public.
3: well, Well, There might might be some reasons for closed door meetings. There might be some justifiable reasons, you know, for security, things like that. There might be some legitimate reasons, but, but I agree. I'm leaning your way. Certainly most of them should be public. Why not? Agreed.
2: Well, and as Anderson said, I found it rather funny because it's the first time I've ever heard dick pick in a congressional meeting. And that was said.
1: What was it referenced to?
2: Uh, so Marjorie Taylor Greene was saying something about Hunter Biden. Like I said, it turned into basically a insult match back and forth between parties. And after she had her say, one of the uh, Democrats got up and said, I really find it highly ironic that you who are showing dick pics of Hunter Biden in this room to this committee is now condemning him for showing up. You who showed his naked body, his dick pics here.
1: What yeah. kind of class? What 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 yeah. what leaders these people are? <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgust
3: Well, and that's that's been my issue with Trump all along. Unfortunately, is that you know they think he's cleaned out the swamp, and all he's done is redefine the swamp. And by virtue of the fact that he's basically thinks he can do anything he wants to do, he's giving other uh, potential. Senators and representatives, the idea that hey, all they got to do is just go out there and balls out, do whatever I fucking want to do, and people like it. You know how do you keep the Presidential Records Act? You know why did you keep the records? You're not, you know, there's a law against it because I fucking want to. Yeah, Well no, which, there's not. What, else, what, are, what other answer can he give? Because I fucking feel like giving them. If I want to keep the records, I'll fucking keep them. Exactly. What other answer is he going He knows they're not his records. Why would he even keep them? But he says they are, and he keeps saying it so people believe him. No, they're not. He knows they're not his well, records. Well, we they're know that, Mike.
2: Records. We know that because we've actually sat down and read the Presidential Records Act.
3: It's the it's law. Um, right. Yeah. But a
2: lot of people that he talks to do not read or research, and they go, no, I can have them.
3: You don't know what you're talking about. And they believe him. Can't, He can. Of course he can't have those records. He has no legal justification for those records. None. We understand that. But we've read the yeah. presidential record at and understand it. Yeah, but yeah, how can you just let this guy do whatever? You, you want a king in office. Mm-hmm. You don't want you don't want a president. <laughs> that's the thing that kills me. It's, it, it drives me nuts here. Like you want this guy to have unlimited power. You know. Well, yeah, the been, guess,
0: is, go ahead. The problem is he, he has a bunch of yes men around him, and that's who he hires.
3: Maybe maybe he we should also be is. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead Sean. The issue also is they've done studies that say if you say something enough times, people will
3: believe yeah, it, whether yeah. it's right or wrong. Yeah, that's one of his big deals. He just said that over and over and over again. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should approach this from a different perspective. Okay, you like this man. I wish Mister X was here, or Mister Z, or I wish they were here. So you like this man? You like his style? You like the fact that he's able to do these things? and he's challenging the way things are done and he can he can bend the law or he can do what he wants to do and he can make his own interpretation of the law he can he can you know do all of these things okay all right let's let then then let's biden can do the same thing then right come on let's let's start writing letters to joe or let's start supporting joe come on you need to start breaking the law joe you need to start saying hey I can't I can't lose an election. The only way I'm going to lose the election is if if the the right cheats. I can do whatever I want to do. I can make up whatever laws I want to make up. I don't have to do the things that they're telling me I have to do. You know, they they would come unglued if Biden started doing some of the things that Trump's doing. That's the part that I don't understand. You don't you don't see the double standard here? Oh yeah.
1: I really don't think that neither party listens to the people anymore. I think there's a complete disconnect with government and the people and what they want sometimes. And both leaders, excuse me, the presidents, whichever party candidates, they just feed us whatever they want like it's a high school presidential election. Oh, I'll do this for you. I'll do that for you. And nothing ever happens. They literally just do whatever feeds their pockets, you know, the companies that are, have the power are influencing these candidates, I believe. And that's that's what's really being heard.
2: Well, I, I think you're right, Mahmoud. They they just come out with an article that said, what, the Trump family made over $20 million when he was in office from foreign entities? And they're I mean, complaining about the Biden crime yeah. family for that as well. That's why I keep saying I think it's both sides that are and doing this. Normal. I don't know. Right. I don't know how much a Biden crime family is, but
3: yeah, as much as as much as we don't like the fact that, you know, the the president's family is going to get rich while he's in office. I I mean, it's a reality. You know, we all know that. Well, senators also. Well, yeah, we all know that. So. So now all of a sudden it's a a huge deal. You know. Yeah. Mm, It's frustrating.
1: Mahmoud, you were going to say something? I, I, I think it is a huge deal, Mike because when these companies come out and try to influence these candidates by handing them money and then you're a one person voter trying to influence by voting, the power is completely at a disadvantage for you.
3: Well, the power goes into the campaigning and, you know, into the, in the sloganing and all of that. I mean, that's where the money goes, right? You're talking about, you know, like the money that Trump has to put out all these. Trump's already put out an advertisement that that um, DeSantis is already trying to rig the election. He's already made those comments. You know that the the new election. So right. That, that's where the money's coming from. It's going into these campaigns, and that's where they're using it. Is that what you're talking about? That kind of thing. That kind of influence.
1: I mean, yeah, we could say that the money is going into just the uh, candidacy and promoting. Um, the candidates. Who knows where it's all going? It's not like there's yeah. a log being kept. Yeah. yeah. But yes.
2: Yeah. yeah but I, I think exactly the problem is, and my son and I have talked about this a lot. Is it's all the same situation. It's just it's wrong when it's their party, and it's right when it's your party. <clears throat> you know, I think that's the problem with America. And I think you're right, Mahmoud. Is the, the government doesn't represent the people anymore, in my opinion.
1: Who do, who do you think it represents,
2: Sean? Itself. It's there for its own money-making purpose. Why does someone take a $170,000 job a year and end up with being a multi-millionaire at $170,000 yeah. a year? You can't, unless you're getting extra money someplace. Because <clears throat> that's what Congress pays, Senators pays $170,000
3: a year. So I, uh, My old pitch third party, I think I really do think a third party would make a huge difference. Agreed. I really, I really do. And and the biggest part, the biggest element of that would be in uh, compromise. If you had instead, of well, you have now you have one against one, so there doesn't have to be any compromise. You know, one paints the other one is the enemy. The other paints the other one is the enemy, and the money pours in. Well, we got to keep the enemy from winning. We can't let mm-hmm. them win. But if you have three parties. Now you, have to go to, now you have to compromise because two against one, you get things done.
1: I hope yeah. our government can evolve into doing that, Mike. Pardon me? <clears throat> I said I hope our government can evolve into doing that. I think that would be amazing.
3: I, I'd yeah. love to see. I don't know why. In, in instead I, of having a mom and so dad perfect.
1: situation.
3: Yeah, the timing is so perfect for a third party, for a genuine third party. And again, I'm going, I'm going to go right at the heart of it a genuine third party and what's going to make it a genuine third party has to be dramatically different than the other two parties. And what's going to make it dramatically different than the other two parties is it's not about money. It's Yo, not. it's public service.
1: Absolutely.
2: You're, I think you're, the, you're, concern, you're, the concern, the concern right now, Mike, <clears throat> in my feeling, what I've heard is that they feel if there's a dedicated third party, which is why they don't want JFK junior to run or RFK junior, whatever uh, is because they think it'll only pull the votes from Democrats, as Trump's base is his base and is never going to leave him no matter what. So it would, it would ensure Trump victory
3: if it was right now. That's always the beef against third parties. Okay, that the third yeah. party is going to drain away from the main stem. But but uh, Kennedy is not a genuine third party. He's 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 uh, does he does he Republican or is he Democrat? What is he calling himself? I don't what know. He yeah. Well, I mean, he's to me, he's a whack job, but he's he's not a he's a Democrat plus or minus. He's not a genuine third party. He's just a guy that says, oh, I don't like either one. So I'm going to come up on my own. And that's the one that's going to pull from the other two parties. Totally agree with you. Right. A genuine third party offers you and me and all of us a definite, different look to politics than what's going on. Way different than anything Kennedy's going to say. Way different that the that the American people can get behind and say, "Wow, now here's a party that I can that is more in tune with what I'm looking for. Uh, A party that's not about making money. A party that's got term limits. A party that's going to tell you every penny we get, we're going to tell you where it came from. Mm, Would be nice. A party that uh, wants to create a fair system of taxation." You know, a fair system of taxation, What's I mean, <laughs> clearly our system of taxation is not fair. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have a, fa- a fair system? Everybody has to pay their fair share. Everybody, everybody has to pay their fair share.
1: Mike, I would you know, support I think, a new growth for that uh, party yeah. that doesn't ma- care about money, where the number yeah. one priority in this world for everybody is money. Yeah. They would, they would have a, make, a motive. cannot make growth.
3: more than 10% in any given year. Ten percent is your maximum. So whatever whatever your income is, let's say you're worth one hundred, you know, let's say you're worth five hundred thousand dollars. You cannot earn more than fifty thousand dollars additional, uh, other than your other than your salary. Okay, your salary, of course, but other than that, you can't make more than ten percent of your income.
1: That's fair. That and way, they anything, wouldn't be at a deficit. Anything over
3: that, you have to donate. And you do not, you don't get a tax break for donating it. It has to be donated directly across, without a tax break. Because if you can get a tax break, it's still going to be about money.
1: See, that would Flat show out. that would show for a service. You know, that would show people that would go into office for a service,
3: like and like that's the what military. Absolutely, you, you don't go into the military to make money. You go into the military <laughs> to serve your country. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. right.
3: <laughs> through Definitely that, let me enjoy. tell you, twenty years yeah. through that. You, you don't go into the military to make money. You bottom line, you go in to serve your country, okay? Well, the same thing third party. You go in to serve your country. Okay? And you and you do. You serve your country and you do the best you can to. And 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 the bottom line is you have four or four at the most, maybe four, no more than four major platforms, not 70.
1: Mike, so are we're you gonna, saying We're going to accomplish
3: four things.
1: Mike, are you saying that the candidates in office are not working for the people, they're serving themselves?
3: Well well, I think they intend to work for the people, not move. Um, but I think I think they just get I think this, the way the system works is like like we've talked about before. You know, when Nancy Pelosi comes along and says, Okay, this is the bill, we need you to vote this way. Well then, you know, then, then you then you've defeated the purpose of democracy. Completely. Right? You completely know, but we have to vote this way, because if we don't then they'll it won't win or they'll win. There's no sense so of independence that in that Pardon me
1: when, when you get influenced by such a big power like that you don't feel a sense of independence as a candidate to represent your people
3: right, right. You, you know you can't anymore I mean again <laughs> that's why they have these bills with all these writers on it because it's like okay uh, the, the senator from Colorado says, okay, if you help us build uh, help us with providing federal funds for water projects, I'll vote for the bill. Those kind of things. That's what that's the way democracy seems to be working nowadays. And so they go, OK, we can count on your bill as long as we promise 15 million for water projects in the West, in in Colorado and Utah and Nevada. So now you got three more votes. Maybe. You know what I mean? That's the way it seems to be in you know, a democracy is working.
2: Yeah, ours so, just doesn't work that way. Anyway, I want to ask you another question, guys, because we'll go on third party forever because we all agree it's something yeah. that should happen. <clears throat> and I think we all agree on that. Cheers to the third um, party. Th- what's that? I said cheers to the third party. Amen. Yeah. We all agree with that. I don't think anyone dis At least us doesn't Got disagree ahead. with it. Um, what do you guys think about Chris Christie dropping out today?
1: Just another did you guys candidate. hear that?
2: He dropped from yeah. the presidential
0: yeah, race? I yeah, I did. Not surprising, I guess. Kind of a bummer. Yeah, Yeah, kind of a bummer, but I mean, he was low on the polls, so. Yeah. Run out of money. You can't go. Well, he had been fading
2: in New Hampshire and fading in Iowa, where he originally was strong in New Hampshire. He was dropping down.
3: Yeah. How do you think that will affect the race? Well, I think part of the premise for him dropping out was, at least he mentioned it, was that he felt like he was going to siphon off votes from. Of the legitimate candidates that he that he wanted to be able to beat Trump. He's definitely thinks Trump is very bad for the country, right? And he doesn't want to take away eight percent of the votes that potentially Nikki Haley or DeSantis could get. So that's an unselfish decision of of a degree, but at the same time, like you said, Anderson, clearly he wasn't he wasn't showing up very well.
2: Do you find it strange he yeah. didn't endorse anybody? Yeah, not yet. At least-
3: yeah, let's hope he does. I think he will. Yeah, I think we'll he'll see. wait a little later on. Well, there's you don't still, have much longer before, before the
2: Iowa caucus. Go uh, ahead, yeah, sorry. I was
1: just saying there's still five other candidates he can choose from, No, even though Trump has a high percentage in the polls. Is
2: there really five? Who's Who do we feel is left in the Republican uh,
1: It's saying besides Trump? Ron DeSantis, Asa Hutchison, Vivek Ramoswahi, Nikki Haley, and Donald Trump.
2: So basically Nikki Haley and uh, DeSantos are pretty much it because Vivek has gone down. Yeah. DeSantis. Nikki Haley's there, but uh, Asa is pretty much done. Vivek is pretty much done. Their numbers have dropped very low and people aren't liking them. Even though I like Asa.
1: So I think it's pretty much. So it's down to three. You're saying.
3: Well, Trump and then the other two it yeah. seems to be that those are the top 3 anyway.
2: Well, they're looking at New Hampshire that uh Nikki Haley's actually rising in the polls.
3: I hope I hope I really hope um she she shows that Trump's numbers are not nearly as solid as everybody thinks they are because I don't think they are. I really don't. I hope that you know she can show that wow, you know, he only won by four points or something like that. I think that's going to be encouraging to a lot of people to say, well, okay, you know, maybe there is somebody else that can take on Biden. Haley, Haley, in my mind, unquestionably, Haley could beat Biden. The The only person that can't beat Biden is going to be Trump. That's what's so ironic about the Trumpers.
2: Which I'm literally not so sure about now, Mike. The way things have been going.
3: Well, I'm I'm going to be beating the streets if Trump is the candidate because I'm it's, he scares me to death. He really does. He scares yeah. me. I'm going to be working actively um, to try to encourage people to vote against Trump because, and I don't like Biden. You, you know that. I've already do. made that very very clear. I do not like Biden. So I I hope. Um, Somebody emerges from the Democratic Party, uh, but if not, uh, I, I, I can I would think Trump will do 10, 20, 50 times more damage to any any notion of our country than than uh, Haley would do.
2: Well, the funny part is he's already stated in some of his town halls that he thinks part of the Constitution should be suspended, you know, <clears throat> so not not adhered to. And I thought that's kind of the oath you took, is to defend the Constitution, not to suspend it.
3: Well, another another indication here, and I'm getting a little crazy here, but I don't think so. Um, it's going to depend on what the Supreme Court does in the next six months. Because mm-hmm. if the Supreme Court basically allows Trump, um, you know, what he wants, uh, to basically claim he had executive privilege, executive authority, and he shouldn't be, you know, he shouldn't be criminally charged. And if, if the Supreme Court rules on all of that stuff, then I think it's a done I would totally agree with you. It's a done deal. It's a done deal.
2: So and that's anyone, scary.
3: That's really scary. Yes. Was anyone no listening to the no no Supreme, Supreme
2: Court case from New York this week? In New York how? trial? Which one? So the part Trump that got me the, the best, Trump yes, try. the Trump one for, for uh, presidential immunity, the one I liked the best was one of the Supreme Court, New York Supreme Court, asked his attorneys, so if Trump was president and ordered SEAL Team 6 to kill one of his rivals, is that a crime? And his attorney said, our, well, our if they, is go is ahead, Mike. He Is he protected? Right. Is he protected, is he protected by protected? presidential immunity? And his lawyer basically said, well, if they don't, if they don't impeach him, then no, he's not. He's I mean, then, yes, he's protected. And we all know that impeachment's a political issue, not a legal issue. It really is political. It used to be legal where people would think about it, which is why Nixon resigned, because he knew his own party was going to vote him out for doing something wrong. But it's come nowadays that people your own party doesn't vote for you to be out. So I thought the Supreme Court Justice of New York made a very good point with that statement. You know, he could order SEAL Team 6 to kill somebody, and as long as he wasn't impeached, he would be immune to persecution or to illegal standings, which I thought was interesting.
3: Well, it, it, that's what the attorney said. That the, That's, that's the, what they're trying to do. Right, because the trying... justice
2: asked him that question. Right, the Supreme Court well, justice asked him.
3: Okay, it came after the notion that um the the basis upon which they're saying trump has immunity is because he wasn't found guilty by impeachment he therefore has immunity okay right that's 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 the premise that the lawyers are using but <laughs> but you got to go, uh you got to go back to the premise of the uh, the the premise of not impeaching Trump was you don't need to do this through Congress. You need to do this through the judicial system. Right. So now they're saying, <laughs> so the, in other words, the judicial system was the backstop. Okay. And that's what, that's what the, Republican senators voted on. They argued that we have a criminal justice system in this country, um, we have an investigative process so uh, of which presidents are not immune. So we don't need to impeach them because there's a criminal justice system. Now the lawyers are turning that around and saying they want us to forget that they said that and now they want the court to forget that they argued that Trump has broad presidential immunity from criminal prosecution precisely because the Senate never voted to convict him. Right. So,
1: as so, long as you buy everybody out, you could technically <laughs> go out and become the president and start hitting people off and just saying, yeah. hey, just don't impeach me, please.
3: Right. Shit. Kind of sounds like so- Putin. It sounds like a king. In other words, it sounds like, like a
1: dictator. It doesn't sound yeah. like a fucking king. I mean, shit. Yeah,
3: and for some unknown reason, people just allow give Trump this giant <clears throat> get out of jail free card and he can do anything he wants. That I, I, that boggles my mind. Don't well, they I think he does whatever he wants because order?
1: he's not controlled financially by anybody. I think that's why he does whatever he wants. Everybody else just likes that he's able to do it. They don't care what he's even doing, which I find yeah. absolutely moronic. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I want a leader that's strong. Yes. I want a leader that'll stand up and say what he believes in. Yes. But I don't want a leader that goes up there and stands and says heinous things about people that live in this population. And just. Yeah. I, I want somebody respectable. I would like a gentleman to lead. Or a, a gentlewoman, whoever the fuck it is, but somebody with yeah. respect. I, with, I I rarely with, see that nowadays in candidates. With
3: respect to authority, respect to the laws of our land. With you know, respect yeah, to, not to the people. Say, fuck you, I can do whatever I want to do. Fuck you, I can do whatever I want to do. But I, I think, there's no other way to put it.
1: Mike, I think what people are missing too is that the government is there for the people, it's there to represent yeah. what we want. You know, yeah, of this the is people, a nation by the people for the people, exactly. And as a nation, this government should be there to progress us together instead of but making I us fight.
2: We're, I think we're also missing that rich people have always been able to do what they want to do, irrelevant of what the laws are,
1: because they
3: make yeah. the laws to, to a degree. Money. But even rich people get criminally indicted and thrown in jail for doing things wrong sooner or Trump later, some to- of them. And Trump's trying to say I'm not I'm above all that. Right. You can't even convict me of, of a crime because I have immunity from my office. I'm allowed to do these things. Wow. What is he not allowed to do? Which is exactly your point. When the guy asked the question, I "Mean you can kill somebody?" Well, under my interpretation of immunity, he is allowed to kill some, his political enemies. And that's what it was. 1906. could could kill your political enemies well according to my interpretation of immunity unless he was impeached yeah he could do that yeah wow wow that's what was going on today folks yep it was interesting amazing that is amazing
2: so we've had a lot of stuff go on today and we just kind of scratched the surface of, of several of them um it's getting close to the end i'd like to do today in history i remember to do it guys
1: all right, uh, if that's okay. On. Is there any other
2: last minute comments about we've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about January 6th. We talked about uh, Hunter Biden. We talked about Chris Christie. We talked about uh, this the trials going on. Is there any last minute comments on any of those before I do today in history?
1: I think what yeah, we can, I do
3: go ahead. Go ahead. All no, right, no, hold no, on. Ahead.
1: I think we we can gather so far is let's be more mindful as a people and as individuals. With the whole Everything we've talked about, wrong place, wrong time, Ashley Bobbitt. I mean, excuse me, I didn't mean for you to get shot. Nobody did, but you did it for yourself. You were there doing a wrong place, wrong time. I'm not saying no to protesting. Go for it. And then for our candidates and our Republican and Democrats, just be more mindful and respectful as candidates. Understand that you're there as representatives for us, not just yourself.
3: Well said yes Mike? very much i just want to remind people and and encourage them to be aware of what's going to happen in the next 6 months um, we have three branches of our government on purpose they're supposed to balance out okay we have the president who runs the country we have the congress which enacts and makes laws and passes laws and enforces the laws and then we have the judicial branch, actually, which does more of the enforcing of the laws. The Supreme Court has to has to, in my in my dream and my hope, that the, it it will be up to the Supreme Court. And and it's a six to three so called Republican majority right now. I don't worry about that so much because they're supposed to be maybe I'm naive, but they're supposed to be people who the law. And the Constitution is the most important thing in their in their lives. And they know that. They understand it. And they're going to make sure that they're going to fairly rule on that. There are going to be some decisions here in the next six months that the Supreme Court has to rule that are going to clearly establish that the executive branch, the president, cannot do whatever he fucking wants to do. That's very important. And I hope people are paying attention to that. That's all. Anderson,
2: any last-minute comments before we go into history today? Apparently no.
0: He's pretty quiet. Yeah, let's go, uh, yeah, let's go to history. I'm ready for history.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> said, bring that history on.
2: <laughs> All right, guys. So today in history, what happened? Well, 1724, so a long time ago, before me or Mike, um, King Philip V shocked Europe when he abdicated to his son, Louis the Fifteenth. So a guy gave up his king. It's funny we're talking about kings and dictators now. Gave up his being a king to his oldest son. 1776, Thomas Paine published Common Sense, which was a 50-page pamphlet that uh, basically called for the War of Independence and led the American Revolution. 1920, the League of Nations was established in Geneva, and the Treaty of Versailles went into effect. 1946 today, the first United Nations General Assembly was held in London. <clears throat> we'll jump to 1949. George Foreman became the oldest world heavyweight champion. What year? And, and what that year? was ni- 1949. No. Oh. No. Yeah, I think so. George did Foreman, I do- did I copy that name? wrong? Well, he turned George Foreman
3: turned 75 today. Well,
2: let him be couldn't be possible. He, right. he didn't
3: do that. He was born in 1949, maybe. <laughs> he was
2: born. He's 75 today. Oh, well, maybe that's right. Maybe I got the, the date wow. wrong. Uh-huh. He was born. But anyway, in today 19-
3: in history, one year, he became the oldest heavyweight champion. champion. Yeah. I must we have copied not, it wrong. Yeah, not, Yeah, he was born in 49 because I'm born yeah, in 48. Uh, he, I'm saying, okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah and George Foreman
2: turned 75 today.
3: Yeah. Um, okay.
2: Linda Lovelace. What's that? No, I'm he, was that
0: you that. he was the oldest. He was the heavyweight champ in 1949.
2: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. It was he being the oldest this year, sometime in history.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis did "Great Balls of Fire" reached number one on the UK pop chart today? And he that was his 19, 1958. <laughs> that's, yes, that's right, yes, he did. <laughs> I don't think that was today in history, but yes, he did. <clears throat> uh, 1963, the Beatles' first studio album was released in the United States. It was called Basically The Beatles. 1982 Anderson This One's For You. NFC Championship. In uh, uh Candlestick Park, San Francisco 49ers beat the Dallas Cowboys 28 to 27 and the you iconic the, the iconic catch by that Dwight catch. Clark happened. That was today in history.
0: Which it's there awesome. is a statue of uh, Dwight Clark at Levi's Stadium.
2: There is, because he made the catch, and that was today in history. In 1982, that happened. Um, 1999, first episode of The Sopranos aired today. Oh, no. Weren't you guys awesome. a Sopranos fan? Awesome show. Watched the whole thing beginning to end.
1: Yes, sir. Never watched Mahmoud, you're it smiling. Did you watch it? I never watched it, but I'm a big Italian fan.
3: Dude, great, great series. How about you, Mike? Did you watch Sopranos? Some of it. I never got hooked on it, though. No, I watched the whole thing yeah, I know why. Yeah, I know. People really enjoyed it. People loved it. I know. I don't know why I never got hooked, but I did too. Very All popular.
2: right. So, birthdays today: Rod Stewart turned seventy-nine. George Foreman turned seventy-five. Pat Benatar turned seventy-one. Uh, Jared Kushner turned forty-three. Uh, Linda oh. Lovelace was born in nineteen forty-nine. For those of you who know who Linda Lovelace was. Um, oh, no one's owning that one. I guess I'm the only she, one. She, she was a good speaker.
3: She, she was a good speaker. Yeah, that's it, Mike. <laughs> All right. Um,
2: let's see. Uh, Willie McCovey passed away today in 2018. For those of you who know McCovey Cove for baseball. Uh, George Washington Carver passed away in 1943 today. In uh, the infamous Frank James, from one of the Jesse James's brother, passed away in 1915 today. So that's what I have for today in history.
1: Thank you, thank you.
2: Woo-hoo. Yeah. So I'll try to find out George Foreman. Now I pissed myself off that I copied it wrong.
3: But uh-huh. it probably would have been what then maybe in the 90s or the 80s when he would have. been. It might have been, know, but they,
2: right. I copied over because of his birthday. I think.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: But anyway, so that's today in history. Guys, I think it was an interesting show. I'm sorry we didn't have Mr. X. I think Mr. X or the new conservative. I think that the January 6th topic, which was our original topic, would have gone on a lot longer. Um, But we at least got to hit a few different interesting topics. What's that, Mahmood? Maybe we'll ask uh,
1: Mr. X or Mr. Z's opinion on it briefly next week.
2: Oh, God, no, because that'll be a whole episode again. Because we'll have to go through the facts first so they know the facts. True, because everything I said in the beginning was undisputed fact.
3: Well, just what happened at the Capitol in the 6th. right. This yeah. is what happened. This is a fact. Well, yeah.
2: this guy was us. sentenced us to 22 years. This is how long Trump spoke for. This is this. Anyway, guys, I think I personally had a fun time today. I hope you guys did too. I look forward to hearing uh, uh, Chris's interview with Mister X and Mister Z or Y or no Y is missing. Yeah. So Z, Z. Mister Z. So I'm curious. Um, I hope sooner or later we can get a conservative on. that can actually use his name. I feel bad that yeah, they feel they can't, that they have to do anonymity, but it's what it is. I'd rather hear their side. Uh, last minute comments.
1: Thanks for being here with us tonight.
2: Yeah. Amen. It was, I thought it was interesting. Good stuff to talk about. Not many yeah. singers by Anderson. I'm a little disappointed.
3: Well, I, I was just going to say I, I'm glad Anderson's around when Mr. Z shows up because it's going to be, again, man, you don't have the ball to tell us who you are and what's going on. Jeez. <laughs> so you'll you'll put them straight. I appreciate that when you do that.
2: We do. All right, gentlemen, I hope you have a good night. That's a little over an hour. Um, and we'll see you all hopefully next week. Okay. Bye, bye
3: now. Take bye, care, bye. guys. Have a good night. Bye. bye.